0: Welcome to the Valley Brook Community Church podcast and thank you for joining us online today. You're about to hear a sermon from our current series, Christmas Lights. It's interesting that lights have become one of the most notable decorations used to celebrate the birth of the one who is called the light of the world. We'll take a closer look at what this means during this message series, Christmas Lights. We hope you find this podcast meaningful. We'd love to hear how God is touching people's lives. Just go to our website at www.valleybrook.cc. Select contact us and send us an email.
1: Where we live, we live by wetlands. There's a brook that runs through the woods in our backyard. There's a lot of thickets and there's some swampy areas. And with all of that, there comes a lot of wildlife. Um, We've seen, you know, we've seen the normal things. We've seen rabbits and squirrels and skunks and raccoons, but we've also seen fox. And coyotes and bobcats and bears. We've even seen a moose go through our backyard. Um, it, it's just a wildlife uh, place in the back of our in the backyard of our house. We also uh, have a compost pile. Um, the compost pile is in the back of the yard, and it's actually about as far back as you can get. In fact, it's. Uh, It's uh, so far back that when you turn the lights on at night, the floodlights just don't reach all the way back there. And if I told you that there's coyotes and fox and bear and bobcats in our neighborhoods, and sometimes I have to go out there at night to take the compost. But I have to tell you, um, you may think this is silly, but when I put on this headlamp and I have this light that shines in the darkness. I'm not afraid anymore. Um, now, the reality is about darkness is that it hides things. And when it's dark, we, can, we can't see everything. And our minds play tricks on us. So let me just be honest and tell you that um, sometimes when I go out there, I'm sort of like this. You know, I, I, I'm looking for whatever noise I hear out there. And there's been a couple of occasions when I forgot this. And your mind plays tricks on you. And so, you know, when I'm headed out there and I forgot the headlamp, um, I can think of endless scenarios about uh, running into a wild animal. I, I don't know which I'm more scared of, uh, one that's going to bite me or a skunk. You know, it's, it's hard to say, but, but either one, I don't run into. So when I forget the headlamp, you know, I, I, truth be told, I've never seen a wild animal, but I can tell you why. Because when I forget the headlamp, I do what I call the dump and dash. I, I go out there and I heave it in the way, in the direction of the pile, and then I dash back to the house as fast as I can. Uh, you know, when I don't have the light to shine in the darkness can be a little scary. At Christmas, we celebrate that God sent Jesus into the world to light our way to God. The New Testament book of John says this about Jesus. He says, he is the one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone. And it says that he was coming into the world That's what we celebrate at Christmas, that that the true light came into the world. And that's welcome news for anybody who doesn't want to live in darkness. And the truth is, Jesus made a promise about himself. He said this, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus gives light to everyone. He shines light on all of us to dispel whatever darkness we're experiencing. Now, I suspect we've all experienced the effect that light has on darkness. Light improves our vision. Light removes the shadows. Light brings warmth. Light brings peace. And yes, light removes fear. So Jesus is the light of the world. And he shines into the darkness of all of our human experiences. He shines into the fear that comes from the situational darkness that we find ourselves in. He shines into the loneliness that comes from the relational darkness that we find ourselves in. He shines into the despair that comes from the emotional darkness that we experience. He shines into guilt that comes from our spiritual darkness. And yes, he shines into death that comes from eternal darkness. I heard one speaker say this, Jesus turns off the dark. Think about it. Yeah, Jesus does turn off the darkness. Now, I know it's an unusual phrase. You usually say turn on the light, not turn off the darkness. You really don't think about darkness being deactivated. But that's what Jesus does. Jesus deactivates the darkness. The reality of Jesus is that as the light of the world, he turns off the darkness on our fears, on our loneliness, on our despair, on our guilt. And yes, he even turns off the darkness of death. Let me briefly share how Jesus shines the light that turns off the darkness into each of these areas of our lives. First, Jesus turns off the darkness of our loneliness. The prophet Isaiah said that Jesus would be called Emmanuel. Emmanuel is a name that literally means God is with us. Now think about this. God sent us a gift, and every gift sends a message. So God sent Jesus because he knew we needed a message about the truth that he would be with us because we needed that. He also recognized that we would be alone without him. You know, no matter how many friends you have, when you're separated from God, there's something missing. There's the possibility that you don't have that relationship in your life. There's no greater present than his presence. That's why Jesus is called Emmanuel, God with us. So Jesus turns off the darkness on our loneliness. Jesus also turns off the darkness of our fear. Another name that the prophet Isaiah gave to Jesus is Wonderful Counselor. So Jesus is the Wonderful Counselor who was sent to us to give us wisdom and to free us from what frightens us. And let's face it, there's a lot in this world that frightens us, and we live in very uncertain times. Our government is in disarray. Our economy seems fragile, violence seems more prevalent than ever before, and natural disasters seem just to lurk right around the corner. But like the light that causes the animals in my backyard to scatter, the presence of Jesus' perfect love in the human heart drives out all fear. Jesus turns off the darkness of fear. Jesus also turns off the darkness of our despair, The Apostle Paul refers to Jesus as our hope. When we have hope, there's no despair. And that's so countercultural because there is so much hopelessness in the world today. So many despair of life itself. Not just people who are down and out, but people who look like they have it all together. Professional athletes, singers, actors, chefs, and CEOs, people in a, do uh, things in a, when they're in despair, they take their lives without realizing it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And let me say this, if, if that kind of despair describes you, don't leave here tonight without talking to me or talking to one of our leaders. Jesus died so that we could live. Jesus died so that we could have life in all its abundance. So Jesus turns off the darkness of our despair. Jesus also turns off the darkness of our guilt. Jesus' very name means the Lord saves. He comes to save us from our sin and forgiveness is our biggest need because sin is our biggest problem. All of us have crossed lines that we know we shouldn't have and we've sinned. So Jesus came to pay the debt we owe for our sins. If we trust Jesus, his righteousness gets deposited into our account because on the cross, Our sins were paid for by his death, and we are forgiven. And sin and guilt that goes with that is gone also. So Jesus turns off the darkness of our guilt. Jesus also turns off the darkness of death. Not only does Jesus refer to himself as the light of the world, he also tells us that he is the resurrection and the life. That means that for those of us who believe in him, death is not the end for us. Yes, our bodies will all die, but our souls will live forever with Jesus. So death holds no power over us. I was just at a memorial service, and what a joy it was to celebrate that the life of the person we were remembering didn't end when their body died. Because of their faith in Jesus, the darkness of death was turned off, and today they are living and alive with God in heaven forever. Jesus turns off the darkness of death, and he wants to do that for all of us. The reason we celebrate the birth of Jesus is because it signals the end of the darkness that comes from fear and the darkness that comes from loneliness and the fear that comes from and the darkness that comes from guilt, and the darkness that comes from death. This is why we celebrate the birth of Jesus. It's why Christians all over the world gather together tonight to celebrate the birth of the one who is called the light of the world. The Apostle Paul, who had a a very close experience with Jesus as he actually sent light into his face and blinded him temporarily, wrote this about what God did by sending Jesus to us. He writes, God made all of this plain to us by the appearing of Christ Jesus, our Savior. He broke the power of death and illuminated the way to life and immortality through the good news. Here's the good news God sent Jesus to us, Jesus broke the power of death. And Jesus illuminates the way to two kinds of life, life that we can have with him on earth, which is the best life that we could ever want, and eternal life with him in heaven, which gives us immortality forever. Now tonight, I want to make sure that you know how you can have that life, that life here and now, and that life forever. If you want it, it's yours to take. It's a free gift. All you have to do is receive it. God offers this to us for us to receive. And so tonight, I'm going to invite you to do that. In just a moment, we're going to pray, and I'm just going to give you some words that you can pray back to God to tell him that you believe in him and you want to receive this life. So if you would, just bow your heads and close your eyes, and and you can repeat this prayer silently after me. God, thank you for sending Jesus into the world. Thank you for saving me from the darkness of sin and death. Now I believe that Jesus died for my sins. And I believe he rose again to defeat death. And now I want to follow him forever. Amen. The next song that we're going to sing is a song that allows us to reflect on what Jesus has done. So with that prayer that we prayed and and with the words of this song, just spend some time reflecting on what Jesus has done for you. Those are powerful words. I invite you to sit down. You know, if you prayed that prayer, you made a significant commitment tonight, a significant step in your faith journey. So if you would, if you did that, would you raise your hand? Just want to celebrate that you did that tonight. That's great. That's awesome. Look, if you did, uh, what I want to encourage you to do is uh, put your name and your email address on that uh, welcome card and drop it in the basket. I want to send you an electronic book just to help you uh, grow in that commitment that you've made tonight. Tonight, we celebrate the birth of the one called the light of the world. He shines into the darkness, and the darkness can never put it out. And those who believe in him will never walk in darkness. So as you leave here tonight to celebrate the birth of Jesus, remember the light of the world. Invite him into all of your celebrations and into your life every day. I'd like to conclude with a final blessing and I invite you to come back and worship with us on Sunday. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Merry Christmas.